When you grow a garden with Schultz products, you reap a bountiful crop of benefits for your customer and your business. The signature dropper applicator allows you to feed every time you water. Just seven drops per quart of water delivers vital micronutrients every time you feed. Schultz liquid plant food is available through hardware co-ops and lawn and garden distributors nationwide. For more information, go to knoxfurt.com Schultz. Hello, and welcome to the Taking Care of Business podcast. I'm Lindsay Thompson, Senior Editor for the North American Hardware and Paint Association, and I'm excited to continue our series on Young Retailer of the Year honorees. For 27 years, the association has been highlighting the next generation of aspiring independent home improvement and paint retailers and recognizing individual achievement in the industry by retailers 35 years of age or younger throughout the U.S., its territories, and Canada. In today's episode of the podcast, we're going to showcase two more retailers of the 11 honorees that were selected in 2023. First up in this episode is my conversation with Matt Lambert, Regional Vice President for Nation's Best in Oklahoma and Texas. In 2022, Matt was promoted to National Operations Manager for Nation's Best and given a new objective, identify highly talented people at their locations to join the Nation's Best team. With bigger acquisitions happening more frequently, they needed to further build up their team to fuel their growth. Matt has taken full advantage of the growth opportunities Chris Miller and Nation's Best have offered, and he is a key reason Nation's Best is thriving today. All right, so Matt, what does it mean to you to be named a Young Retailer of the Year honoree? It's hard for me to put into words because I don't don't ever really look at myself as someone someone worthy of an award like this it's it's to me it's always been a really prestigious thing and I, and I was always really impressed by the people that won it and their experiences and and how they had grown in the industry and uh it's just it, honestly it's kind of surreal to think that I'm even in it let alone uh, you know nominated for the award so it's uh it's been it's it's a tremendous tremendous honor and I'm very humbled by it yeah. So along your way, um, what have been some of the keys to your success in the industry? Who or what has helped you achieve what you've what you have achieved so far? Uh, I think it, it, who is is probably the most important thing to me because uh, I've I've been very fortunate in in my career and in my personal life both to have uh, really really good parents who were very good at the business and very motivated to teach me early. Um, and and since then I've I've had the chance to learn from. Uh, multiple um, older professionals in the industry that have been a, a, a massive influence on me. Um, but it, it, I always feel like I'm always being mentored by someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that is absolutely any success I've had is because of what those people have given me. Yeah, that's, that's great. Um, so, you know, we're kind of, I think we can fi- officially say that we're <laughs> over the pandemic, maybe, you know, coming off still, um, I guess we can say we're post COVID, but you know, as we're halfway, almost halfway through 2023, you know, there's still some lingering issues, uh, supply chain, labor issues. But as you kind of look at the rest of 2023 and into 2024, what are some of the biggest challenges facing independent retailers, um, maybe as a whole and, you know, for you, for your specific operation? What are some of those challenges? I, th- I think we're all uh, getting back to some normalcy. We're we're going back from the 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 inflated numbers, the inflated payroll, the inflated amount of customers we have access to, uh, and just this intense high high paced or uh, fast paced environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going back to more of a traditional normal amount of volume at 
at regular or, or average pricing. So the, the main challenges that, that I've noticed have been um, a, as we reduce in that volume, everyone's fighting for market share. So mm-hmm. your, your margin opportunities are getting to be more and more strict every day. Um, and then on top of that, managing your, your payroll and your inventory values um, back down to be more appropriate where, where they should be mm-hmm. um, after such a huge increase is, is always tough. Um, but I'd say pro- probably payroll, inventory, and margins in that order would be the way I would stack rank it. Okay. You know, kind of on the flip side, what are some of the biggest opportunities you see, you know, for the rest of the year and kind of going into the next year? Yeah. So, I mean, anytime there's a huge dip in, in, in volume and, and people start getting more competitive in the marketplace, it's a chance for the good retailers to really pull out ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, the people that sort of survive that dip are the ones that have the most market share, the most loyal customers, the, the sort of the best base to build off of again when we kick off again. So mm-hmm. uh, it's my hope that post you know, post recession, whatever that, you know, the length of time that that's going to be, that we're, we're in a position where we've maintained and, and, and satisfied our customers needs well enough that we've got a solid base to sort of jump back into the marketplace with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you found all kinds of success per, you know, professionally within the, within the business. Um, but through all that, you've been really involved in the community uh, why is it important to you to be engaged with your community for you personally and for and for you and your um, and your business? Yeah, it's it's a hard thing to to teach someone that, but or to or to explain it. But the 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 way I would sort of characterize it is that like the, sort of the same way I feel about employees. Like mm-hmm. no business is built off of this, you know. Uh, drive to be successful and mm. and this this ability to be resourceful and, and to have a knowledge of the industry it's built off of the people that do the work mm-hmm. so you, you you have to start with the people that are that are making things happen that help your business grow and really realistically to me that starts with the community mm-hmm. um, my, my dad and mom were both always very heavily involved in the community when I was younger so it was just something that we were taught early on was that you should always give back to whatever community you're serving and and um, be present, be available, try to make as much opportunity as you can to be to be there, to be a part of the community, because uh, both from a business and a personal perspective, when things get tough, the community is what keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something that uh, I was taught early on and that we've, we've always tried to apply. Uh, even with Nation's Best, with with Chris and what he does, uh, he's perfectly aligned with that, and he allows us a lot of opportunities to do that. So, it's uh, it, to me, it's it's a critical component. You start with the the community and the customer, and then the next most important thing is your employee, and everything else comes after that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 so great. Um, so you've been in the industry for a long time since you were an early teen. Um, so what, what excites you most about our industry right now? You know, what gets you up in the morning? What gets you, what gets you moving to work? I love the challenge of our industry and and the, and the people more than anything. It's, it's an industry that once most people get into it, they never get out of it because it's just, it's such a unique group of people. Um, but I, I think probably I'm most excited about, um, that we're, we're finally modernizing as an industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're starting to adapt new technologies and apply them. And it's fun to see that. And I, and I love seeing that of being a younger person that's pretty tech savvy. But I also love the, it's a challenge today, but I think in the long run, it's going to be a huge benefit to the people that do it well. But that transition from, you know, you know, the baby boomer gen- generation retiring 
and and the millennial and and the newer generations now younger than that coming into the workforce, it's changing how we do business every day. Mm-hmm. It's changing how how customer service works. It's changing the access to online and and remote and pickup and delivery technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so as our customer changes. It's really fun to see how an how an old industry mm-hmm. can can be new again for a new market. Uh, that that's really exciting to me. Yeah, you know, my focus this year and into next year is technology, and so um, I've been doing a story lately on using technology and using innovation for to improve efficiencies. Um, so it's just really uh, great to hear you know say that you know that that's important to your operation and. Um, that's an important thing looking forward, you know, because I think technology can be, um, you think it can be intimidating, but, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, state of the art and most expensive thing. There's just little things you can do here and there that are still, you know, considered innovative to really improve efficiencies and meet your customer where they are. So it's really cool to hear that, that you guys are doing that, that as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, Matt, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. Finally, I spoke with John Luring, owner of Parkersburg Hardware and Garden Center in Parkersburg, Iowa, and Allison Hardware and Floral Center in Allison, Iowa. In 2008, a tornado tore through Parkersburg, Iowa, marking a turning point for John, who had graduated a week earlier from the high school that was destroyed in the storm. When the community came together to help restore the town, John volunteered to help rebuild the local lumber yard and assemble new playground equipment at the school and park. He realized how important it was not to only live in a community, but to be involved in helping it become a better place. John, it's so great to um, be talking to you today. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you for this opportunity. And um, it's just an honor to be nominated for this. And then let alone to be selected is uh, really still kind of leaves me speechless. But it's um, nice to see people um, taking notice to what we're doing here in Parkersburg and now in Allison as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that leads right into my first question. What does it mean to you to be named a Young Retailer of the Year? It's really special to me uh, because it just shows that the long hours and the hard work really is paying off. Um, I couldn't have done it first and foremost without um, my faith and my wife beside me and then just the great team that we have here um, that we formed. And um, everybody knows that we're not working for ourselves. We're working together as a team to serve the community and then um, just to provide a a great shopping experience for people. Um, you can get the products we sell anywhere. Um, so we know that. And But what we'd like to provide is a shopping experience and um, service that they can't get anywhere else. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what are some of the keys to your success in the industry? Who or what has, has kind of helped you along the way achieve what you've achieved so far, which has been a lot? <laughs> so who, what are some of those keys to your success along the way? So keys to success first would be like faith, then family, and then just learning to just surround yourself with um, amazing people. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things that um, really helped me along the way was being able to go to the local hardware stores around me mm-hmm. and just kind of tap into their knowledge. So uh, there's hardware stores that are really successful on both sides of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Hampton Hardware is really successful. Miller Hardware is really successful in Waverly. And then Fisk Farm and Home actually has like three stores and just being able to talk to them along the way and just um, gather ideas, I think was the biggest thing. Because when I came into this, um, I was in Monument Sales. It was a family business mm-hmm. and our local hardware store closed um, in 2017. 
and they'd been open for 45 years. So I knew they'd been done something right. And I saw an opportunity in the building that we had currently here with our monuments mm -hmm. to place the hardware store on this side, but I knew nothing about hardware. Okay. Um, so the first thing I did is I found a um, employee that had um, more years of hardware experience than I had been alive. <laughs> and um, so it's very humbling when you talk to someone that way and just to be able to tap into those resources and that knowledge and then work together as a team to just um, continue to provide the community with a great hardware store atmosphere here. And so, yeah, without the team around me and the employees around me, um, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah, that's awesome. I love that it's such a collaborative um, environment there. You know, you know, there's competition, but it, it feels like, you know, you're all you're all in it for the same reasons. You're all in it um, for the same end game. That's so great that you can work so well together. That's awesome. So, all right. So, you know, we're still, uh, you know, coming off, I will say like the dredges of the pandemic and COVID-19. And so as you're looking forward into 2023, what are some of the biggest challenges that retailers are facing or that maybe that just even just in your area, in your operation, what are um, some of the biggest challenges that you're seeing this year? Um, supply chain issues are still a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Week after week, we have shortages on stuff. And um, it's hard to explain that to the general public mm -hmm. that, you know, that usually when we used to order stuff back in, let's just say 2019, you know, you could have it the next week. Sure. If warehouse said it was in stock, it was coming. Yeah. And now you're at a point where you don't know when it's coming back in stock. Mm -hmm. And that's a interesting dynamic to face. However, everybody seems to be in that same boat, right? And so then it just comes a thing of, okay, what other product selection can we find that's similar? Um, maybe we need to drop ship something in instead of just relying on the warehouse. And that is one thing that we did is we started pulling from two warehouses. Um, we have our main supplier and then we picked up a secondary one okay. to help backfill some of those shortages. And that has helped, um, but we still are in that same thing, like with paint, you know, paint formulas are completely changing this year mm -hmm. um, due to the shortages that they had with acrylic and other products uh, that Valspar couldn't get in. Mm -hmm. So, um, but there again, we're just all along for the ride. We're all in it together. And as long as you can get the, the customers to be aware of, hey, we're doing everything we can to get that product in for you. Mm -hmm. Generally, what we found is they're willing to wait for it. And they appreciate you taking the effort to find it for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So on the flip side of that, what are some of uh, the biggest opportunities that you that you see this year um, in your business, in the industry in general? Some of the biggest opportunities I think we see are still opportunities for growth. Mm -hmm. um, for for us here, we're, we've just opened a new store back in December of 2022. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a store that it was very well run, uh, just didn't have the product selection that I'd like to see it have. Um, so we've completely redesigned it. And the opportunity there for growth is is huge. Being able to bring the SKUs from around 4,000 mm -hmm. that they offered to hopefully around 13,000 is our goal oh, wow. here um, once it's officially fully set. And um, product's been rolling every day for that. We're setting paint up and the opportunity for Parkersburg is just to continue to to grow and the community has supported me. And so this year we're looking at um, material prices have started to go down and we are looking at expanding our store um, with a 10,000 square foot addition. Okay. And so the opportunities right now, like for us, um, 
almost seems surreal mm -hmm. in a way because of the support we've had from the community. Sure. And I think since the pandemic and you referenced that, mm -hmm. like everybody realized that together we can do so much more. Sure. And it's really in my mind um, for the hardware industry as a whole has shown people, Hey, your local small town hardware store can really provide everything you need when it comes to hardware and supplies and service. Yeah, absolutely. I think just reading through your nomination, um, I think one of the biggest keys to your success for as an outsider is your involvement in, involvement in the community and just how uh, connected you are with your customers and the communities that you serve. So tell me, why is being involved and engaged in your local community so important to you? So um, one of the biggest things I kind of live by is remember where you came from. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my local school district here in town um, helped provide me with the basic educational foundation that I needed to go on. The coaches um, in the area um, provided me with work ethic mm -hmm. um, as well as, you know, my family. So I'm always looking back at where I came from and like FFA judging uh, I'm doing that here next week on Wednesday mm -hmm. and being involved in the programs that helped me to become the person I am is really neat because now those programs that helped me, that gave me scholarships along the way, now I can contribute back to them to help them and potentially help that next generation succeed and become successful sure. and at what they do. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So one last question for you, John, what excites you most about the industry, um, about your job? Like what gets you, what gets you up in the morning? What gets you motivated to, to head to work? What excites you about the industry? I think what motivates me day in and day out is just to be able to, um, realize that I'm a part of something that's bigger than just what I can do. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of something, um, that involves a team of people. We're all working forward to a goal. Um, and essentially as the owner, I feel, um, responsible for them. I mean, I've got people working for me that they have young families, they need to put food on the table mm -hmm. and I get up in the morning and I motivate myself cause I'm, I'm working for them. And, you know, with what we're able to do with the FFA program in the area through different things, um, it's, it's more than just me. Mm -hmm. And I think once you realize that, and once you try to provide service in that area, that it's bigger than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And now it's not an I thing, it's a we thing. And together we can do so much more. Yeah. Then you can get up and you can get going and you can provide that service. Um, but when you realize that it's bigger than yourselves and you're providing something, mm -hmm. then now all of a sudden you get customers driving from miles away. So for our flowers alone, <clears throat> we have people that make two hour trips okay. and uh, that stuff motivates me. So when you get up and you're watering those flowers and you're fertilizing those flowers and you're putting in the long hours, Mm -hmm. um, you know that there's something special. Yeah, absolutely. And what a great example that you're setting for your kids. You have five kids, correct? Yep. Yep. We're blessed with five beautiful children. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for this opportunity again and appreciate your time as well.